Sometimes the strongest things in our lives come from within us. Uttering a phrase or thinking back to a certain moment in our life that gives us this strength can really make us power through. This week, we're talking about personal mottos. What's up, everybody? My name is Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories from comic books to films, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with a single person, or sitting in an audience being enveloped by a storyteller. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love hearing the stories behind those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. Stories are what bring us together, and no matter where you come from, stories link us. And during the quarantine, I believe we need these stories and connection more than ever. This is episode one of 50 episodes of the COVID-50. I sent out an open message to see who would like to answer 50 random questions and tell their stories on this podcast. I heard back from amazing 18 people from all walks of life, all agreeing to talk with me. This is the collection of their stories. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're talking about personal mottos. When I was designing the 50 questions, I wanted to start off with something that was easy, something to get them in the thinking mode, and something to get them feeling a little more personal, a little more open. So it dawned on me that everyone, whether you think you have them or not, has some kind of powerful saying in our lives that drives us, whether it's something we say all the time or whether it's something we never actually say but honestly believe in. While I only have a couple things that I constantly say and I'm told they're my mottos, I believe that there's a lot more that makes us us. For me, I have two sayings that I probably say more than anything else. It's not the hammer that builds the table. It's the carpenter wielding the hammer and fixing the fuck up. And both of these come from distinctive parts in my life. And both of these mottos come from very distinctive parts of my life and both dealing with creativeness. And I believe if anything my life revolves around creative tendencies. When my dad and I were buying my first computer and I had to get a video card installed, uh, we got the Matrox 2500. I believe that's the title. I know it's a Matrox because I remember screaming that name whenever it would fail while editing. When we were buying it, I was asking the dealer about Adobe products because back then I think Adobe Premiere was on Premiere 2. And I really wanted to learn on the Adobe software. And this guy just said this kind of out of the blue that it's not the hammer that builds the table. It's the carpenter wielding the hammer. And that sunk so deep with me that I use it weekly, sometimes daily. Now, I like to teach other filmmakers 
how to make films. And what this model really means is no matter what you use to tell your story, it's not as important as the person telling that story, creating that piece of artwork. It's not the brush that's going to make the painting. It's the artist holding the brush that makes the painting. It's not the camera that's going to make your film better. It's the person behind the camera making that film. I've seen people use extremely expensive camera equipment and make really kind of garbage products, but I've also seen people use cell phones and make truly tremendous pieces of art. It's not about the tool. It's not about the hammer that builds that table, because I'll tell you right now, I could have the most expensive hammer in the world, but my table's going to look the exact same as if it's a cheapest hammer because I don't know what I'm doing. The other motto that I often say and believe in comes from grad school. When I was at Savannah College of Art and Design, I met my mentor, BJ Sears. And it was here that we would meet after classes and talk about editing. I have always been fascinated with film editing ever since I was a little kid. My dad and I would stay up late and watch tremendously bad horror movies and that's where my love of film really comes from, was from horror films, because he would tell me that what we were seeing was not real. You know, it wasn't someone being cut up or things like that. It was makeup and effects. And that's what drew my attention to filmmaking to begin with, because it amazed me that people could create something that makes me feel something and have it be completely fake. So BJ and I would talk all the time about film theory and editing theory and how to evoke emotions and how to manipulate emotions in the viewer. And one of the things that he would always say to me was, while the story is always told in post-production, while the story is actually created in editing, it's our job as the editor not so much to create it, but to fix the fuck-ups. He said filmmakers, whether it be directors of photography, directors, actors, whatever, they're constantly screwing up. And it's our job to make sure that the world never sees it. So I use this everywhere. I use this in my daily life. It's my job to fix the fuck-up. A fun little story about this is I was editing a short film once, and an actor showed up at my door with a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper and some lunch. And I thought, well, that's kind of odd. I mean, it's super nice that he would do it, but it didn't dawn on me until I got back to my, my editing computer that he wanted me to make him look amazing. And it's because we fix those fuck-ups that we can make someone truly almost better than they are. And it's because of that motto that made me want to be a better creative. It drove me in every project. Even right now, I'm pushing myself to fix the errors. I wish I could say that I'm saying all of this in one perfect go, but I'm screwing up a lot. I'm stuttering. I'm I'm missing words. I'm going back to re-edit this. Uh, for example, I just coughed into the microphone and you never heard it. So this week, I asked the question, what is your motto and where does it come from? wanting to hear people's stories about words or mantras that really make their life what it is. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to listen to people's mottos. 
Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois, and I am a self-described geek, lover of life, and hopefully a good person to listen to. What is your motto, and where did it come from? Ooh, that's a good one to start with. Um, well, I've never actually really thought about it, but um, I would say that... Well, you know, it's okay. So, you know, what I would say is that I think there's... Um, there's a lot of different ways to get someplace and that we all should be allowed to get there that way. And it just from, you know what, from being in an industry that, um, I, there, there's just a lot of ways to get to whether it's being successful or to make something or to do someplace and that we all can't be hung up on, you know, there's only just one way to do it. Now, do I live it like that? No, but I, 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 I try to. My name is Stella. I am a person that works with people, specifically sometimes as an event planner, and I'm from Chicago. Ooh, my motto. Oh, that's a good question. My motto is, uh, why not? Um, And it just happened. (laughs) It just came up because I figure, you know, we're here and uh, why not? You know, what's, what's the point of saying no? figure it out. My name is John. I'm a artist and a locksmith. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. Holy crap. Uh, I don't know if I have a motto. Um, okay. I, I know I often say, um, everything matters and nothing matters. Uh, and that's kind of like my philosophy about life. And I use that to calm myself down. Like, um, you know, nothing matters is a little nihilistic, but my, you know, the other emotion that I always feel is that everything matters. And I'm, I'm, I'm so worried about everything all the time. Uh, so it's kind of like this push and pull, uh, and, uh, I don't know where it came from. I might've heard somebody say it before. I don't know. I, I I tend to look at the world. Uh, I try to look at the world like uh, from an absurdist point of view, and I think that uh, feeling like everything is super important and also nothing matters is just like where I like to sit with my life. My name is M. I am a podcaster and a homeschooler. Let's see, homeschool mom and volunteer, and I am from Chicago, Illinois. Okay, let me think, what is my motto? Um, It's probably, um, oh my God. Okay, this is hard. Okay, Uh, I think it's be your brother's keeper. Um, it came from a song, but, uh, but I feel like, um, a lot of my mission in life is to let others know they're not alone. How come? Uh, because I was alone. (laughs) Isn't that where it always comes from? Um, so yeah. So I never wanted someone to feel like I felt, uh, my whole childhood. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, it's that. My name is Rob. I am a content creator and content marketer, and I am from 
the Midwest in America. Wow, you already got me with one. Always be creating. And where did it come from? Uh, my whole life has been about be, been about creativity. Uh, my dad was an avant-garde jazz musician. I grew up in a household where, you know, it was all about like arts and creating. And I just was wired that way. I can't think any other way. So when I am stuck in a more traditional role, I find that that the way I get through it is by on the side creating while I'm doing those traditional things, which is what led us to having a podcast network. I mean, really, it's the culmination of, of all of that. How do you feel when you're not creating? Oh, I get frustrated. Uh, I get crabby. Uh, I'm no fun to be around if it's an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's not when I'm saying creating, it's not like I have to be drawing. I have to be singing. It's I have to tap into that that other place, that place where I'm, I'm thinking and dreaming. You know what I mean? Uh, from there, I create quite a bit, you know, and, and it's everything from, you know, I think up types and, and uh, styles of podcasts. I think about music. I think about art. Uh, we wrote a book. I think about that. I think about what I want the next book to be. And it's that creativity itch. It's that constantly, uh, I need to be creating thing. And if I'm not doing that, I'm out of sorts. I get crabby. It's, it's hard for me to navigate life when I'm not tapping into that other side of my brain. My name is Michael, and I'm a photographer, videographer in the Naperville area. What is your life motto and where did it come from? Um, So my life motto is we're going to be smarter than our problems. And I usually preface this by I was never the fastest, strongest or whatever you could, you know, insert in the blank here. What I did was I I don't want to say outsmarted my opponents, but I really look at it like knowledge is power. Power is, you know, is how you really get to places. and it doesn't matter how good or how tall, how big, how strong you are. There's always going to be a smarter person to take over you. And that's just how life is. Hello, my name's Dan. Uh, I'm a cartoonist, mixed media artist from Cambridge, UK. Uh, stolen from Frank Zappa. Uh, a mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. Why do you use that as your motto? Um, just like to be open about things, really. Do you feel it gives you uh, a leg up on life? Not really. It just makes some things a bit easier, you know, rather than hating on something too much or liking something too much. It's just, yeah, cool. Here's what it is. Um, my name is Marie. I am a eyewear specialist and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, jeez. Feel like my motto is basically don't give up. And if you hit a roadblock, 
and there's no other way to like go forward you have to create that opportunity and create a new path for yourself i think the reason why i think that would be my motto um is probably because of how i was raised um my family i feel like their motto and they've actually said this a lot in the past is life is a bitch and then you die and i hated that growing up uh it was it was the worst <laughs> so my you know as soon as i graduated high school i moved to savannah and i just i started taking a lot of risks i didn't know if they were going to work out uh but as soon as you know i i hit a path where i'm like is this a dead end i would stop being a whiny baby about it and figure out a way around it so i think that's my answer <laughs> My name is Sean. I am a showman and entertainment business owner, and I am from Chicago. Um, my motto. Well, uh, I think, I think probably my number one motto is "humble is key, like bumble is bee." I have it tattooed on my right arm. Um, I kind of thought of this motto when I went into entertainment full time. And it's kind of one of those like quotes that I created to kind of keep me grounded um, and maintain my humility and try not to let my like ego overpower me. So I think that's kind of my universal motto that I use uh, all through my life now. This is Albert. I am an operations manager from Savannah, Georgia. My motto and where did it come from? Uh, my motto is probably, uh, do the best you can never give up. And that's just from, uh, being persistent about things, always trying as hard as I can to get things done, whether it was in the army or whether I was just, you know, I admit sometimes I get that from reading comic books. Like Batman never gives up, Spider-Man never gives up. And that was kind of my motto. Just if I persisted and I pushed through it, more than likely I'll figure out a solution. My name is Sarah. I'm a visual storyteller and culinary maven, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. Make people laugh because it makes me feel better. Um, let me rephrase that. Make people laugh because it distracts them away from who I feel I am. Where it came from, uh, probably just my entire life based on you know who I am and how I grew up is that I enjoy humor, I enjoy making people laugh. And uh, I, I do that mainly to distract away from myself and to make people feel better about themselves before I, before me. I am Chris. I'm a director of photography and I am from Chicago. Uh, I would say that my life motto is 
if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And I can't remember if I got that from a YouTube uh, Will Smith inspirational video, but it's definitely the most important saying that I like to lead my life by. And I also like to tell that to a lot of people, especially because it's something that's so ridiculously simple. And I feel like we all live from this fear of uncertainty, but yet we don't realize how easy it is to just find out whether or not our question would have been answered. And so it might be something as simple as asking somebody to dance with me on the dance floor, or it might be asking for a raise from a client. From a Will Smith music video, huh? Uh, inspirational video. Inspirational video. What What's the difference between the two? Uh, one, I would say, is a music video, <laughs> and the other one is probably comprised of Will Smith saying just some really wisdom-filled shit. When did you watch the inspirational video? When did it hit you? Oh, I don't know. Probably somewhere around 2014, 2015 is when I heard that for the first time. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I'm an artist and comedian. I am from Homewood, Illinois. My motto. Uh, <laughs> no data, no decision. And that motto came from working in a, a software company and was watching a keynote from this guy who came in to talk about social engagement. And amidst that, he kept kind of dovetailing around that point about collecting data and not making decisions until you have data and how important that is. And it it resonated with me. And I said, yeah, you know, too many times in my own life, I've kind of flown by the seat of my pants and I recognized the importance of getting data, that there is nothing wrong with making a bad decision if you learn from it. So uh, I basically adopted that. In fact, that led me to uh, create a t-shirt to give away to everybody who was at that conference of ours, which provided me one of the most hilarious anecdotes of winding up in a uh, West Side Chicago Burger King parking lot at 3.30 in the morning to get a bag of 500 t-shirts like a drug deal. <laughs> I'm full of these gold nuggets, sir. My name is Potato Johnson. I am an IT business analyst, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, my motto? Jesus, that's a tough one. I don't really have a motto. It's kind of like coronavirus. Just avoid people. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, that's a, a tough one. Okay. Yeah. You don't I, have to I, I go down if you don't want to. Yeah. Honestly, I, I can't really think of a straight motto that I have. It's, uh, yeah. I, I don't think I have one. My name is Zach. I am an IT professional. I am from Aurora, Illinois, but I live in Fort Worth, Texas. So my motto is make it happen. Um, and where it came from is going to be, um, I was in the military, I was in the Army, the Illinois Army National Guard, and our motto was make it happen. And I've kind of adopted that to my own life 
And um, in any kind of way, whether it's cleaning or at work or whatever, that mindset of make it happen, get it done, you know, fight to get it, make it happen. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. So to you, what does make it happen mean? Whatever it takes. What it means what it means to me is it just whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get the job or the task done, do what you have to do to make it happen. We are Lauren and Ryan. We are wedding photographers and we are from Chicago, Illinois. I love how Ryan gives me the microphone. What is our motto? I don't want to say YOLO. No. Um, I guess for me, uh, well, and I guess it's more for my business, it's just kind of changing the world one click at a time. So um, my motto is changing the world one click at a time. I am a photographer. And it's just for me, I want to make a difference in the world. And I felt like my whole life I was supposed to be a photographer and I just didn't know it. Um, and I just want to make a huge difference. I've been through a difficult time in my life and I just want to be able to give back to the community and make a difference. That's great. So my motto would be live a meaningful life. And that to me just basically means, you know, live as if you don't have tomorrow, take risk, you know, get out there, put yourself out there and, uh, you know, just, just try and live a meaningful life, an impactful life where you, you know, you're helping other people. I firmly believe in, you know, humanity and, and in helping one another. And, uh, you know, that everything that you kind of do in life, you know, if it's, if it's money centric, if it's, you know, about all these things that, yeah, we can get tied up and focused on. I believe life is about, you know, what we can experience and not only what we can experience, but what we can experience together. Um, that's, that's kind of what this is all about. It's why we're here. So, you know, that's where I get that. My name is Brett and I'm a writer and a musician and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. What is your motto and where did it come from? What's a motto you? Um, what is my motto and where did it come from? This is, uh, I have a couple mottos. God, I, okay. So I have a, I have a couple mantras, I guess, maybe things that I like tell myself to keep myself going. Um, one thing is, is that, uh, maybe not my motto and it's not how I live my life, but it's something that I sort of, one thing that I tell myself, especially if you're going through like a hard breakup or something, I think, uh, I often say it doesn't matter at all. If you love somebody, it, zero matters nothing what matters is if they love you and it's not really like a life motto it's not how i live my life but i think i think it's important to remember at various times in your life when people disappoint you or mess with you or really hurt you in certain ways that it really doesn't matter how much you love them like you can think wow i put so much into this i put so much effort into whatever this relationship was and I got nothing out of it. What really matters are the people who love you and that's the only thing that's gonna keep anybody really coming back and those are the relationships worth feeding, I guess, are the ones where people love you and that's where it's worth putting your love. When you're getting no love back, or it's, it's just not worth continuing that. And sometimes it's important to remind myself. The other one that I have is, and I actually have this on a post-it note above my desk and I just looked up, it was like a message from God. And it says, 
it's a it's a, if you've ever read dinosaur comics it's the panel of dinosaur comics where the dinosaur is explaining something in those post-it notes and it just says b ryan gosling and then in parentheses from the notebook and i can sometimes have a bit of a temper and so or just just react emotionally strong to things. And so sometimes when I look up at that, I think to myself, okay, that was the most patient human ever uh, until he broke and you know, said, what do you want? What do you want? But other than that, he's, he's patient, he's thoughtful, he's kind, he's always just an even keel in stormy seas. And I, uh, I would aspire to be that. I know I'm not all the time, but that's aspirational. So those are my two. Sometimes being able to get out of bed in the morning is one of the hardest struggles you can have and sometimes that just seems silly because our struggles are far deeper than that but it's our words that we tell ourselves and the drive within us that makes us want to be better and to attack the day and sometimes hearing other people's mottos or other people's stories really might resonate with us stronger than we think it will stories make us feel a little more connected to the world like No matter what's happening with you, you are not alone. Even though you might feel you are, you are not. We're all in this big story called life together. So always be sure to be on the lookout for amazing stories because sometimes these stories can seemingly come out of nowhere. Do you have a motto? Do you have a story about that motto? Let us know. Email me at behindeverystory at gmail.com. We would love to hear it. Thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast to your friends and family or even just random people because I constantly think that's the funnest way to do so. We love to connect with others and to hear what you have to say. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller and more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you so much for our guests this week, Al, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I'm your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time on Behind Every Story. Behind Every Story.